0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on
2: TV. Welcome in. Tuesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea. Chase Palm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. Lane Kiffin with his weekly press conference yesterday. We'll go through some of those things, including him uh, declining to name a starting quarterback. Um other answers that were pretty interesting you can see more of that with uh, what he said what he meant up at rebelgrove.com quick hits full transcript all that stuff there on the uh, website we're a few days away from Ole Miss and Mercer one o'clock on a Saturday just a couple days away from SEC football however Um, not counting Vanderbilt which has already happened Florida and Utah Missouri South Dakota that's not the Jackrabbits they're the other ones whatever they are South Dakota State is the uh, is the Jackrabbits but I'm unaware of South Dakota's mascot. All I know about
3: South Dakota is their governor has a really creative ad out right now about moving to South Dakota. They have electricians needed, for example.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Uh so all that more today on the show. Just safe in saying she's
3: probably the most attractive governor in the country. You think so? Yeah, I'd say Christy Noem probably wins that award.
2: Oh. I don't know. I've ever seen a list, or a- I mean, I'm just guessing. I mean, it's politicians to me. Yeah, taking a stab. Yeah. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford, lunch specials, ribs. You know the drill by now. You can get those five sixty nine. They change every single day. Two sides, bread, any size fountain drink. Also, uh, the ribs, let them take care of dinner tonight, hot case, dessert, side items, a lot of options for you there locally. And remember, they've got the beer cave open, 34 degrees, cold, refreshments, pick them up for tailgating or just hanging around the house watching football this weekend there at Blue Sky. And again, come to you from the Clark Ford Studio.
3: Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number, call it, ask for Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line, there's no hassle, there's no haggle, you get your quote, the rest is completely up to you, you can shop that quote around, you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900, uh, Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy, they want to be your truck guy. You'll find out what that means when you make the call. You get incredible service uh, long after the sale. So again, 662-257-1900. Guests join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102. Just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, and physical therapy. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-in's always available. And welcome at the uh, Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m.
2: So again, uh, Lane Kiffin speaking uh, yesterday. Clearly the uh, the quarterback answer was the one that was the most compelling. Uh, overall, what do you think Lane's mood was yesterday? Oh, I don't know. I'm, he wasn't mad at us yesterday at all. He was actually normal. And yeah. Good and I like mean, he, he
3: doesn't like – He's not that he doesn't like us.
2: But he wasn't even low energy yesterday. Right, no, no. He was completely normal he's, yesterday.
3: He's better than us, and, and, and he knows it. So I, I think it's, it's – he, he, I think when he has to hang out with us, he's slumming a bit. So he, he doesn't exactly enjoy it. But and he like, was it, fine. It, it, but he was fine, and I get it. I mean, he makes a lot of money, and he has a big position, and not all of us do.
2: No, and I mean, you and I disagree a little bit. It's just part of the job, though. It's ten minutes. Sure, just, just show up. Sure, I mean, I, like, I, like it, it just like it, it's, just it's to the it's point. One where it, of those deals it, where I, I, it
3: doesn't matter to me. So whatever, I get a kick out of it. Like I, other people just, are annoyed by it. I, I, I'm amused.
2: I, I just like I like it, to, yesterday was fine. I thought he was good, giving him complete credit. The days where he just whispers, though, it's like my God, just ten minutes and going about your day. Yeah. Like what's the f-
3: I get it. I I it doesn't it just doesn't phase me. It it drives other people insane, which maybe is the point, but
2: I'm just I, mean, I don't even think it's the point. I think it's simply just the mood for the moment. Yeah. Like I don't think it's calculated necessarily. I think that's no, probably what, I think that's way too much energy on us than yeah. that would be But he was fine. Say. I mean yeah
3: he was like, good I, I wrote in in what he said what he meant a few times. He he seems to like this team. Now he always throws out the same caveat and he should. It's the correct caveat. It's absolutely the one that I think he's trying to, and I'm not sure the fans pick up on it. I think people like me who are listening to him and then reading the words and trying to figure out meaning, I think we we get it. And that is, look, so far so good, but they're undefeated. What happens? I mean, what happens September the 23rd if they lose in Tuscaloosa? When you come back on September the 24th with LSU six days away, how do you respond? What happens if you lose that day? With Arkansas seven, six days later, when you wake up on October the 1st to get ready for for Arkansas, what if you've lost twice? How do they respond? He points that out. He doesn't use those, those exact terms, but he simply says, you know, it's pretty easy when you're rolling right along and. Nobody's lost playing time yet. Nobody's been demoted. Nobody's nobody's actually gone through the process of showing up for game day and only getting 12 snaps. You know, stuff like that. It's it's a little more difficult when stuff starts to happen. And stuff will happen.
2: It's the scary thing for him or, frankly, any coach in this climate as we sort of take that next step off that comment is that he has zero sample size mm-hmm. at all to base that off of. He likes their attitudes. They showed up better than last year. They've become one team, if you will, in quotes, better than last year. But as far as when those bullets start flying, he has no idea how John Saunders and this dude and this dude and this dude and they all meld together and what they do and what that locker room looks like. Because you didn't you, you didn't even necessarily recruit them for years. You know what I mean? Like you don't even – you're also kind of guessing on just simply – personality types beyond the obvious in a lot of ways because these portal transitions are so fast and you're talking to people and you'll talk to the coach and talk to this whatever but you don't even necessarily have the same read on them as a human as you would a high school kid that you've maybe spent 18 months with over the course of their junior and senior years and try to do that so yeah. i mean it's a it's a huge guessing game um yeah and look last year for
3: all the talk about it everything was fine for seven games There was stuff going on in the locker room. I mean, I knew about it. I Mm -hmm. did three player shows. I Mm -hmm. talked to three players. You talked to parents of other players. You knew stuff was going on because stuff goes on in every locker room pretty much. But the stuff that was going on was not affecting them until it did. And then once it did, they had a really difficult time sort of getting
2: back to making the main
3: thing the main thing.
2: I don't know the answer to this. Do you think in some ways... And again, at the end of the day, the kids are going to do what the kids are going to do. They're either going to meld, and when that happens, they're going to be good or they're not. But is there a way, do you think in Lane's mind that he potentially has prepared or coached them differently to be better acclimated for that? I mean, do you learn things as a staff to potentially assist or elevate the ability for that to be the case? I know uh, I'm asking you to speculate. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It, you I know. I
3: don't know. We just don't. We don't get enough interaction with.
2: Yeah, there's not enough meat for that, really. Yeah, I mean, I, so you wonder, hey, if done this, done this? Because I mean, look, I mean, I wrote about it. They talk about it all the time. I mean, I do think liking the other person matters. I mean, I think that does make you care about it. Again, in quotes, to hey, sure. do your job or whatever. But you know, if you have some major issues, hey, going bowling one time is not curing that. No, um, they've encouraged the them to.
3: They've encouraged them to to get together off the field to go get meals together. We've heard about stuff like that. I mean, I I can't speak to whether that's happened or whether that's been impactful. I mean, it's one of those things we'll find out over they time They seem
2: to do inside the rooms, maybe not team wide, but you know, right. defensive backs and right. get to Chipotle and do this and right. do that and whatever you want to make that mean. I mean, we'll, we'll find out. I mean,
3: the odds of Ole Miss going undefeated against Alabama and LSU are probably not super. No, of course, you know, so, if if they lose one of those games or both of those games, we'll mm-hmm. find out a whole lot about them pretty quick. Unlike a year ago where they just, you know, they had the Kentucky game that was huge and they got through it. And then after that, I mean, the next big game was Auburn. And I don't think anybody really thought Auburn was going to beat Ole Miss in Oxford. And, you know, I remember they got to Baton Rouge and people from the outside had been watching them. And I mean, Matt Moscona said it. Matt was pretty uh vocal about it. He said LSU's gonna beat Ole Miss handedly and took a lot of criticism, but he had watched Ole Miss and I think he saw some some cracks that maybe you don't see when you're watching it up close. Right. Yeah, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, you know, I that's the interesting the I think it's the good thing about this season. If this is going to be a really good team, we're gonna know it fast. I mean within yeah, whatever within those the, dates are. Within the month of September. We'll know. They play Alabama and LSU in the month of September. If, if this is going to be an, a really good team, a special team, an elite team, we will know it within the first month because they go to Tuscaloosa. They play LSU at home. I mean, we'll know at that point whether this is – that's the good part. Last year, there was always that nagging thing about, yeah, they're 7-0, but we don't really know how good they are. We'll know this year. If they're 7-0 this year, They're 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 – they're a contender. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. so, Athens suddenly circle. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's the that's the that's the difference. Yeah. I think
2: he did crack me up yesterday, uh, applauding Mercer and how how, how much they're going to get ready for the Bears on uh, on Saturday. He went he went as coach speak as he potentially ever 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 could. That I was mean, his most coach
3: speak answer since taking over the it job. It was. Like, it was like it's like we're going to have our hands full. Like, no, you're
2: not. No, you're not. That's yeah. silly. We need to prepare well, okay? Because okay, cool. I can do that for myself, right? Right. But hey, I'm really worried about that linebacker. And back.
3: if you wanted to know why the game's at one o'clock, he answered that yesterday. They're they're getting ready for the heat. Yeah. Although there's a decent chance that New Orleans is going to be rainy next weekend.
2: I'd say there's the, the really early forecast call for thun, some storms. Yeah. Some potential issues. Um, a, stor- that-
3: a storm brewing in the. In the Gulf. tropics, I guess, yeah. that could get into the Gulf
2: yeah. and cause issues. Yeah. Um, the couple people I know that really follow that far out in advance saying that there there is the potential for that being a bit of havoc um, when the time comes. Again, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We're not into that yet. But nonetheless, just something to kind of keep in mind. But quarterback thing. So it was the first question, as to be expected, uh, in the press conference.
3: Well, the reason that it was the first question, just to not to interrupt you, but to give a little bit of background, is that normally, certainly in the That's Kiffin fair. era, yeah, yeah. in the Kiffin era, on Monday of the first game week, we get a depth chart.
2: Always, since I've started covering I them. I
3: can't remember yeah. not getting one. Yeah. And so I picked up the notes package and started looking through it. And Michael, you
2: planning to type it out. And Michael Katz
3: was there a couple minutes before me, and he said, if you're looking for what I think you're looking for, it's not there. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, it's not there. I was like, oh, okay. And so I just made a post. Other people were, uh, and you, I won't name names, but other people were far more vocally upset, borderline distraught about the lack of a depth chart yesterday. You probably could take guesses. Um, but yeah, so that was that led to that being the first question.
2: Get to that in a minute. We'll come back. Okay. We'll do quarterbacks, and I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that. Collect a couple different things. Uh, His quote, when I asked, who will start at quarterback on Saturday, Um, it was a very direct question. We've not made that final decision. We're very excited about all the guys. As far as the starter, it's two people, and both guys did extremely well. Made really explosive plays Saturday. Managed the offense well, and I feel really confident with either one of them. Um, Goes on to be asked a couple questions later. What he needs to see from Sanders and Dart to name a starter, which I don't hate the question, although it's nothing you have to see at this point. You have your sample size completely prior to uh, Saturday, but I understand what, what we're doing. Tried to give him give something away in any way. Right. And he says, um, I just still like to collect information and keep and still keep practicing and keep pushing forward. Like I said, I still extremely extremely confident in both guys to win games. Both guys have on big stages, which is very unusual to have. That's more like in the NFL to have veterans like that. I would think too many people i I would not think too many people have that two guys who have been on the big stage and have performed well so we're excited he says these answers uh about fifteen minutes later something like that uh who I believe to be the starting quarterback on Saturday Jackson Dart puts out a uh, an initial tweet that he deletes that it, one was what it was the one where the thoughtful the thought emoji the yeah, thinking man yeah. the hand on chin thing yeah Okay, did that? Deleted that, and then he yawned on yeah. another emoji. That's correct. Moments later, again. Yeah. Deciphering emojis is not necessarily my strong suit, but those were the two uh, emojis that Jackson. Darkened. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been coincidence. I doubt poss- it. It's possible.
3: He got out of class. It's quite un- tired. It's quite unlikely.
2: It's quite it unlikely. Stayed up playing PlayStation night before. It's conceivable. It's not likely. No,
3: I said seemingly in my story. You did, yeah. Left and out. So why? Why is Lane doing this? I, I mean, I, I don't know. We, we can we can sure. evaluate reasons possibly. Um, I I have a theory. I'm not particularly comfortable with it publicly because it's just going to upset people. So I probably won't go there. Um, look, he's. We can't in one breath go, Lane Kiffin doesn't coach speak. And then go, well, this is coach speak. So maybe he doesn't know who his quarterback's going to be. Maybe as of this moment, he doesn't know who the starter is. We have intelligence, I guess is the word we've taught to people who have told us that Kiffin has told Jackson Dart that he is the starter, which is what I believe. Everything from what we, the, the amount of, access that we had in preseason lends us to believe that, that Jackson darts the starter and that Spencer Sanders is the backup. Is it possible that they're not ready to do that because they don't want to end the competition? Is it possible that they want to gather more information before they play a meaningful game? This is not a meaningful game on Saturday. It counts obviously, but Ole Miss is not going to lose. There's a 0% chance that Ole Miss loses to Mercer. So, he it's it's essentially an exhibition game. So maybe he plans to play both quarterbacks. He just doesn't he
2: he sees it as preseason and goes, eh, whatever. Well, I mean, it is
3: preseason. Yeah. I mean, they're not losing to Mercer. So he doesn't they, need style points. They probably could send Mercer a script of here are the first fifty plays that we're going to run. Here's exactly how they look. Just FYI. And they'd still win the game easily. So maybe he's maybe he's just going to get some looks at both of them. Maybe there are things about Dart that still pop up from last year that bothered Lane Kiffin a lot last season. There was a reason. I've, I've said this repeatedly. There's a reason that they signed Spencer Sanders or added Spencer Sanders. I guess they didn't technically sign him. They signed him to an NIL deal. Sure. But there's a reason that Spencer Sanders got the NIL package that he got. It, it's, it's simply illogical that they brought him in, gave him the NIL package that they gave him to be insurance. But maybe that's the case. I, we're going to find out. The thing I, I, I've said repeatedly about this is that I, unlike a year ago where you could do the competition, and even though we all sort of knew where it was going, once it was declared... You pretty much could predict what was coming with Luke Altmaier. He was going to meet with Lane and say, "Look, I don't want to waste a year of eligibility 100%. here. I'll be, I'll be a good soldier. I'll be a good citizen. Um, I'll do my thing, but I also have my my transfer available to me. Sure, and I'm going to have interest. Everyone knew that at at a minimum, at an absolute minimum, Southern Miss was going to make Luke Altmaier their starting quarterback and the odds were, and turned out to be true, that there would be power five interest, Mm -hmm. and he's the starting quarterback at Illinois today. Spencer Sanders doesn't have anything left. Jackson Dart could could graduate, I believe, and transfer, but whoever's not the starter this year is probably just not going to be a particularly happy camper on the sideline. So maybe he's trying to punt as long as possible the unhappiness.
2: Maybe they're trying to figure out a way to play them both. I I just don't know the problem we have with this and we've had it the entire time and you and agree on this is we don't know what spencer sanders mindset is we yeah. don't know what he exactly he was told in recruiting we've heard things heard a lot of things i mean heard a lot of things but at some point over the last few months the realization had to be that hey Dart's not going away so you've either adjusted to that or you haven't now he right. had a lot of you know he had some issues from a graduation standpoint it wasn't as Seamless is simply staying for the fall semester, but... And I don't know whether he completed that course. Sure. Right. I I don't know whether he has his degree yet from Oklahoma State. Right. So we don't know those things. And because of that, you don't know where he's standing on, hey, I'm about to be fine to pissed anywhere on the spectrum when when, when something happens or if Dart keeps playing or it's, hey, I'm here and I'm working and if he messes up or he gets hurt or whatnot, I'm the dude. And again, making good NIL money and yeah. It was my best option and Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean just in general not having cuz look, what we have seen, what we've heard again, we're not in there. But everything that we're aware of, Dark has had the majority of the team. He's kind of been the leader of this team. It is his team. Yeah. That was the part that I just found a little interesting is it seems like everyone is just operating under an assumption. And then Kiffin gave that answer yesterday.
3: Certainly four fifths, And it might be the entire offensive line, but I can't speak for one person because I've not talked to him about it. But there are, I've heard from or talked to the others, four fifths of the offensive line are certainly big Jackson dart people.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I mean, Jaden Williams just talked about it fairly recently.
2: Yeah, he's tight with Eli. Acker. He's tight with those guys. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah,
3: he's, yeah, he's yeah. He runs with those guys. Yeah. He and Jaden are tight. Hang out in the locker room and talk and stuff. I mean, you know, I, maybe Sanders does too. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, These sure. are things that we just don't know. I think they're
2: both going to play a pretty good bit on Saturday. I do too. Again, Saturday's a preseason game. You, it's easy. The does is: Doing that create more headache than it's worth? Potentially, based off how results go and things, well, Do, it, it, does it allow you to get in your head? Well, sure. That's the part that you wonder when you get. That's in. what. That's the part when you don't name somebody and suddenly you've had this whole month to figure it out, and you get in there and you know Darts fine, but he's you know eight of fourteen throws a dumb pick at some point, throws a couple touchdowns, and then Sanders goes off for a minute. And you go, right? Okay, I saw one day. Well, that's what you wonder is what
3: happens if let's say they both. Because the odds are they'll both be superior to whatever Mercer can throw at them. Sure, and they both have really good days on Saturday, and it's forty-five to six or whatever it is at the end of the third quarter,
2: which keeps the ball rolling downhill.
3: Put Walker Howard in, and he finishes the game, and and then they go down to Tulane with the same
2: exact same situation. We're
3: asking again on Monday, Lane, who's the starting quarterback? Well, they both played really well. well They both played really well. They both did some explosive. We're going to look at it this week just the more information the better you know you don't have to make a decision until you have to make a decision you know i mean which is true i mean i literally just got through having that conversation with my son about something completely different I'm like why are you trying to decide something today that you don't have to decide right mm-hmm. and so lane kiffin said i don't there's no I, I don't have to make this decision
2: no nick saban's not doing this he has been very clear that he sees in some ways quarterback the same as every other position on the field I mean, he didn't come out yesterday and go, hey, John Saunders is starting at safety no. on Saturday. Well, I mean, they did not put out a depth chart. Yeah, that has some other reasons, but we'll get to those in a minute. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Let me think about it. i got a question coming up after the break. First, are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made the real brewed tea. Packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation in the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, whether you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to an unforgettable game day experience. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted.
3: Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davy Ferris can help. Davy has partnered with the Grove Collective, will be donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. Davy can service customers in all 50 states, and he's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davy Ferris at 214. 214- 715 or via email at dferris at Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take social security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Segoe with Segoe Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville, or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662 801 If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. All items start at $1 no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. They've got multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. The College Corner is uh, here in Oxford now, so if you're coming up this weekend, make it a part of uh, your weekend. It's right off Cisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Plenty of parking available. Their staff's going to have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. Also two locations in the Jackson area, collegecornerstore.com. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink, the overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover While you sleep, the all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase.
2: Heavenly Sunshine has Christmas on their mind, and they're excited to announce holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. Well, they know Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work. So let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you with a full-service installation plan. They install, take down, and store the lights. Huge deal there. They use commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights. Why don't you take care of the gifts? You can book your free estimate by August 31st. Three more days to get that done. So call today. MPW 10 is the MPW ten is for 10% off. They've been serving the Mid-South for four decades. That includes Oxford. They do everything from residential and commercial property maintenance, power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, window cleaning, and more. So that's HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662 236 Two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. If your prescription's the same day each month, they take care of you. They can also help you transfer your medications. You make one phone call, they take care of the rest. So whether it be Tyson Drugs or G and M 662 236 2222 So what is the first game that one quarterback plays all meaningful snaps, in your opinion? Alabama? Maybe. Cause I easily could see this going into tech next week. I mean, two lane and then sure. potentially Georgia Tech. Sure. That's the question I've got, right? Is that if you do this. Because I don't, I mean, I'll, what we know today, and again, maybe Lane's tricking us all and Dart plays 90% of the reps even on Saturday. And we go, okay. Sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sure. Sounds good. At that point, you would question, well, what was all the drama about? Yeah, sure. But, anyway. but if you told me that. Sa- that Sanders played at least twenty percent of the meaningful snaps against Tulane. I would definitely buy sure. that today. I sure. think I would predict that today if you made me predict it. I I'd think, rather not, but
3: I think I would too. And then if Tulane's what you and I both think they are, and it's a fairly you easy win, the win then you do it again the next week, right? The question you've got is: Do you get to a place where you have quarterbacks looking over their shoulder every time you make a bad read? If you make a mistake, throw a pick, does it become that thing? Because Lane's always said he doesn't like multiple quarterbacks. You and I talked about this. Even in 2020, when Matt Corral had that disaster of a game in Fayetteville, Mm -hmm. the first thing he said afterwards was, he's my quarterback. And the next week, I can't remember who they played, Auburn maybe? And he threw a first. He threw a pick in the end zone. If I recall correctly, it's got. It's been a minute. He took him out for just a minute and put Plumley yeah, in. Did
2: the quick little clear your head? But it take was a nothing
3: but a hey. Cleanser. And
2: everyone knew. Hey, no, cool. it was just
3: a cleanser, and yeah. then he came back in and played. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he he. There was no controversy. So I mean, there's something different, but I don't know. Maybe it's
2: just theater. Maybe it's just games. Again. Maybe it's just because he doesn't have to. And he's ballparking that it's not hurting anything. It's not affecting anything negatively. So who cares? Yeah. Maybe the players all know because I believe the starter knows. So, like, maybe he goes, I mean, they're fine and they know. Why don't well, i do not got to tell Quinshawn you. Quinshawn
3: said they don't know.
2: Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Case closed, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well.
3: <laughs> Quinshon said. <laughs> He said they have confidence in all of them, even Walker. That's what he said. I, are, 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 you questioning, I fu- are you
2: questioning the All-American running back? I fully believe that to be the case. Okay, good. I got no issue with that at all. Yeah, I mean, look, Sanders has got a pretty good NIL package. Um, we're, yeah. we're aware of that. Yes. That's... I would like for things to be more transparent, but that's transparent enough. I got, I got it. That's I understand okay. if
3: you don't want to take our word on a lot of things. On this one, you can. You yeah. can You can absolutely take our word for
2: it. So uh, we discussed the old Miss side of it. Um, about three hours east, there was a little kerfuffle over no-depth chart, too. Uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama not releasing one yeah. yesterday. Uh, Nick Saban, and this is where I was going a minute ago. He was asked here um, his quote, and it's, Partly crap, but I understand what he means. Quote, it creates a lot of distractions on our team, creates a lot of guys thinking, well, this guy's won the job, now I'm not going to get to play or whatever, and quite frankly, we don't need that. Um, called it a distraction again a second later there in uh, in Tuscaloosa. What Lane has intimated in the past is it gives him issues with other players and NIL and all sorts of stuff. But and it parents. just creates this documented thing where, yeah, parents are going, hold yeah. on a minute, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know it's been a running joke with us for more than a decade, but at the same time, there's not a lot of thought put into this at all. It's just a, it, it's a, it's a pseudo requirement or it has been in the past. So he's kind of going, I got parents riled up over something that just got thrown together. It's not in blood.
3: You walk into this studio every day and you look at it right over there. The, um, look at the, the, the chart that I've worked on. The big whiteboard in the corner. It's amazing. It's got all the intricacies on it. Lights, lasers. No, of course not. I mean, we've been telling people this for years, and it's it's a lot of people get mad about it. The coaches hate these things.
2: They detest them. Ole Miss is saying they will release one at some point this week. Yeah. Three schools in the SEC are saying they are not going to release one prior to game day. Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M. A lot of A&M high. did announce Connor Whitman as a starting quarterback sure. yesterday. A lot of high-profile players on those teams. I guess Georgia put one out yesterday.
3: It's a different generation. It just is. It just is. Not a not. Hate it, like it, whatever. Like I having that conversation with my son the other day. Different does not mean better or worse. It just means different. Some people will judge it better, and some people will judge it worse. But it's just different. When you list a guy third team right now, you are creating the potential of problems. You're creating people. You're creating the possibility that a parent says, you know what? You're not going to play. So get in the portal.
2: The other side of it is they clearly know where the hell they are in the rotation. You know what I mean? I would think. Like But they don't want it public. In maybe. the mock game on Saturday, if you got put on the other side, you went, Oh hell, that wasn't good. Sure. Hold on a minute. But you oh. and I've you and I've been to enough practices
3: to know that the only guys that are really on the quote scout teams for the most part are, are walk ons
2: and really young guys. And really
3: young good. guys yeah. or guys that are in the doghouse. Yeah. So you're sent up there as a punishment. Yeah. Hey, if you don't get your together Yeah, here's where you're gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Think about this for
2: today. Yeah, go let, do a day over there. Let this be a palate cleanser. See how the other half lives. Yeah, it's hardnesses to put a bunch of ores. I am waiting on the depth chart that basically lists the entire eighty-five with ores <laughs> on it as a counter to this yeah. conversation. But I, yes, so trick that is correct.
3: Yes, but I can remember having this conversation with Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss years ago where he would say, I don't know why you guys come out here and try to figure out a depth chart. I'm like, well, because our subscribers really want one. That's why. He's like, yeah, but it's that's not the depth chart. Sometimes we're trying different I, things. And I'm like, look, I get it. That's
2: not my concern. Okay, go try different
3: things. You know, to the point where I can remember saying to him, if you don't want us out here, just don't let us be out here. It's 100 degrees. I don't want to be here. It's one of the reasons that I think at some point they start eliminating at a lot of schools, the reason they eliminate media is not because they think we're going to diagnose the plays. It's because we're going to put out charts. Yeah, they don't. It's I don't even think it's about giving the secrets away. Because I'll be, a, I can remember being on the phone like at practice and someone coming over to me, "Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "Saban," telling him everything. I wouldn't. And the thing is, most of us, certainly me. You could put me on the phone with the Mercer coach today at practice. I still have a hard
2: time giving him anything And he that, would say,
3: Hey, give me something. I'd be like, Uh I don't know, they're they're lined up in what's it called, eleven personnel and he'd be like, Well, I figured that. You know <laughs> you know, I mean <laughs> I mean I couldn't give him I couldn't I couldn't give they're him They're gonna it. do this thing
2: where priest corn runs down the middle of the field and they're gonna throw him the ball. Okay, yeah. cool. All right,
3: yeah. sweet. Yeah. So he, I think he ran like kind of a skinny post. What was the depth on that? I'm not sure. I'd have to see it again. It's too late now. You know, I couldn't help him. But I, the one thing I think that they don't want media doing is putting out charts. And obviously, they don't want putting out injury information and stuff like that. But for the sure. most part, I think it's they don't want to create internal issues.
2: I mean, I'm not sure that I saw much at all. I mean, the entire... like. The only even thing that was kind of even sort of state secret is like a wide receiver pass one time the entire time, like the entire camp, and like right. I made a joke about that because it was kind of like freeze light. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. gonna be our Treadwell this year. He's gonna yeah. chunk it down the field a little bit." But otherwise, I don't know. Um, I uh, I think I've got a I think I've got a coach on my team with the new rules. No, I, th- I think he's all in with me. We, we're, we're hating this first down rule. Got Lane all in. I think I can be- well, I'm shocked that an offensive. Coach <laughs> I mean, L- 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 Lane does tempo. not like losing plays off the uh I I, I I did like Lane's PR. So in the game Saturday, you lose, according to somebody on the internet, so it must be true, um, lost about one percent of time off the game, but lost eight percent of the plays from a small sample size, I get it. Yeah, really small. Microscopic. Stupid small. Yes. Nonetheless, eight percent of the plays. It's 1% judging the, of the whole clock. baseball
3: season on the first first two
2: games. Yes, exactly. Well, this guy can't hit. Yes. Royals are winning the. <laughs> yeah. So, I get it. But Lane went the other way. One point seven possessions lost. Thought that was pretty good PR right there because yeah. you 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 flipped it into hey I only get so many possessions I lose this many possessions.
3: He says that's a big deal.
2: Yeah. Because in his world he's thinking that's that's fourteen points ten points. This is not a good rule for Barron's at Iowa at all. Should have renegotiated that contract <laughs> number after the, after the rule change. Yeah, yeah. This is not good because Lane even brought up a different rule change. Said that corners don't have to look back for the ball anymore. I mean, he just said they're not helping out the offense. Poor, pitiful offense getting getting run over with the new yeah. rules today. Yeah, when the overwhelming majority of rules are for the offense.
3: Yeah, Lane Lane doesn't get a lot of sympathy on that one. You could almost hear defensive coaches around the country. rolling. Going, oh, give me a break. <laughs> <Rolling>. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you look up to see who was on the committee that made these new rules? I didn't. Just a bunch of defensive coordinators. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no no clue at all. Uh, what'd you take from Zachary Franklin? How long for he's out there? It did not sound imminent to it, me. It didn't. I... <sighs> I thought I sensed the beginning
3: of just a shred of frustration there. There was a,
2: it had some Jalen Robinson vibes to, to me. It's a really good comparison. That is a great comparison. It, I do need a stop the clock shirt, kind of like those hats that were going around last last year. It just said to run the damn ball. Yeah, yeah. I need a stop the clock shirt. You, know, you, need, you need that shirt. Do you think he's frustrated with Sakari Franklin? The I, situation. I ways. hate to say that. But yeah, that's strong. I, I mean, I, I get it. I sensed something. Because it, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, it sucks. You know, we're just trying to get him back. He's really working hard through it. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. What's he bring to the offense? I don't know. I haven't seen him. I had not seen him. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he did at UTSA.
3: Cool, sweet. <laughs> just, All right. It just had some Jalen Robinson vibes to it. But I could be
2: completely off. He loves Pete Golden. Clearly. Clearly. I mean, just... I mean... Immersed in... Like, just the, the the praise is just... You know, I compared it in my mind yesterday to...
3: I remember asking him after the Kentucky game about the job that Chris Partridge was doing. And I got a very blah answer. Even in a situation where they were doing fine. And where they just won a game because the defense was really good. And the praise for Golding is off the charts. I mean, he's...
2: He's, schematic the way he's handling the kid, the whole thing. Just yeah.
3: what he can't say is he's totally changed their recruiting. That's what he just doesn't want to say out loud, I, I guess, but he has. He's given them a different uh, force in recruiting. Well, there's no doubt about that. And I think, look, I think schem- the schematic part. In fairness to Partridge, I mean, he told people that they were running that scheme because that's the scheme that Lane wanted. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but obviously Golden comes in. It has a lot more experience, not just at Alabama, but at UTSA and has done a lot of good things and has coordinated defenses in this league. And so there's some know-how that, you know, that I'm not sure maybe Partridge had Partridge was learning on the job a little bit. I don't,
2: No, I I think there's a freedom to it, too, is you're not, you know, it's one of the few times, I mean, Lane is not having to babysit in any way, right, you know, you're not having to go wonder or do this, hey, you know, we we gave this dude a new job, and we're still, because even if Parshers did pretty well, you're still doing the, hey, it's year one, year two, calling plays, cool, seen this, you're dealing with transfers and stuff, I mean, Pete's been around a long time at so many different levels it's why even he talked about that day that he spoke to the media is that you know from a transfer dealing with people standpoint, his UTSA days were almost more valuable than Alabama because of the way that just the rosters get all shuffled and thrown around and stuff. Sure. he's seen a version of this in the in the past, even though it's you know worse players, probably a little less ego in some places, but for the most part, he understood what this potentially could look like.
3: It's one of the, I mean, I've heard people say you know, and I've said it a couple of times too. I mean, there's no Will Anderson on this defense, and there's not. There's no Dallas Turner on this defense. No, no, no. there's. I'm not sure there's a Henry Toa Toa on this defense. Although I think Perkins has a chance to be an elite linebacker. I just don't know how long it takes for that to happen. But he he's coordinated defenses before that didn't have that weren't just chock full of NFL talent. That time at UTSA was probably very very valuable for him.
2: Yeah, it's more the level of praise. Um, No, because he's not done it in the past, J.M. I mean, he could easily go, yeah, he's doing a good job, and move on. Like, he doesn't have to be to the level that he is currently giving him. It's eye-opening because he's never done it about any coach ever since he has been at Ole Miss in any way. Um, That's why I keep sticking with me as as time is going on. Yeah. just from a news standpoint, kind of feels like Chris Graves not playing a ton of snaps on Saturday, just from a not being around very long standpoint. I would um, think so. Yeah.
3: Stands to reason. I mean, he hasn't been in pads but like a week, right?
2: Yeah. Because, I mean, he had the acclimation period once you even get eligible. Yeah. There's a
3: bunch of bodies back there, too. I did think the an- answer on why they brought him in was kind of interesting. It was kind of, well, we have a need there. It was some depth thing that wasn't just, hey, let's just go get another yeah, player. Best
2: players available, go grab him. Yeah, that was – and a guy who's had a ton of ball skills but hasn't played a lot of corner over the course of his life. I mean, he's a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, he moved late in high school to play corner anyway.
3: I mean, I wrote this in the
2: content item, but
3: you know, the rumor has always been that Golding walked in and said that the defensive backs room had to be completely renovated, that it was it was a disaster. He didn't like it. it sort of bears itself out a little bit here. Yeah, I definitely think so. so. It's one of the things that I'm interested in is, you know, just so many new faces on defense. A new scheme, a new coordinator, some new assistants. I mean, how long does it take in a game for that to kind of come together? We'll see. We're,
2: we're going to we, find out quickly. We have no answer to that.
3: No, but I mean, the good news, again, we're going to find out quickly. Play Alabama and LSU in the first month. A
2: couple uh, just quick Number change things for any fans who had not seen this. Uh Jam Griffin switched from six to eight because he and Jamari Walton will probably be on special teams together. So they can't both okay. be out there at the same time. And then uh, I think it happened early last week, but I forgot to post it. So Neil may have, but Michael trick now 81. because oh. he and Josh Harris could also be on the field at the same time. I did so, not know that. Um Yeah. Both those number changes because of special teams availabilities for, uh, for those two guys. So, it's a big change from zero to eighty one. Zero to eighty one and six to eight are the two uh the two changes there. Jam Griffin now uh number eight. He uh I guess he and Monty Montgomery will not be on the field at the same time. So
3: I wonder if Trigger was like, Why don't Harris change jerseys?
2: I, I said that when we were just in the room when it got brought up. I was like, hold on a minute, like I mean
3: was, was I've been around longer. I mean Was eighty one not available for a defensive <laughs> lineman? <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's like, last time I checked, is wearing an eighty something over there. I mean, like, hold on. I'm just saying. Might be a sign too. New guy who's been here like three months gets the preferential number. It's
3: probably. Probably something. Hey,
2: Michael, you'll wear what we tell you to wear. <laughs> yeah. is that, you want to wear shit? zero? You better have a good year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 we'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Show me something. <laughs> yeah. So all right, podcast brought to you by Prime Shrimp, promshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you, everything from the new style barbecue, the uh, signature, two of my very favorites that go with a lot of different things. Let it be lunch, throw them on a salad, the great snack, high-end protein, or a full meal at night. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate, and they mail them directly to your door. You can get a discount right now. Buy five pouches or more. Use code RG, 25% off with Prime Shrimp. They're also available in any e. Rouse's markets if you have one of those close by. But no matter where you are, they'll ship them to you. It's great restaurant-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So, again, that's code RG with PrimeShrimp.com.
3: Welcome back for another edition of Dead Soxy's incredible fall score sale. Dead Soxie is excited to announce a slight twist in the 2023 version of the score sale. At the conclusion of Saturday's game between Olmus and Mercer, the margin of victory by the Rebels over the Bears will trigger a percentage discount. If the Rebels thump the Bears 45 to 10, the promo code will activate for 35% off. 50 to 10, no problem. 40% off. The promo will cap. At 40%, the score sale will run from the conclusion of Saturday's game until kickoff of next weekend's game in New Orleans versus Tulane. So load up on your favorite socks and score this incredible offer, visit deadsoxy.com, use the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout, and receive the score sale percentage off all orders. We're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle Home to the Pinnacle 401k Advisory Services Team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Uh, it's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso, it's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with him, give him some parameters, give him a budget. He'll give you options that you won't find on your own. It's 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your company dinner, your festive party event, maybe if you're already thinking ahead, your Christmas party. Fabulous food, great craft libations. OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests for catering or booking information. Contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. Neil's Picks debut on Thursday. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialists can help. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent, and if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, you have nothing to lose. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com.
2: Men's basketball renewal deadline is August 31st, three days away from uh, that. You can renew or purchase now to be in the priority seat selection process. Women's basketball tickets are on sale for just $50 per season ticket and men's and women's basketball season tickets may be purchased at OleMissTix.com. Also, the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is starting their Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Touchdown campaign for football. Go to to GiveToAthletics, that's T-O, GiveToAthletics.com to sign up today. And then uh, the uh, football single uh, game tickets are uh, on sale. They've been on sale since August 15th. So again, don't miss out on 2023 football season. Uh, Let's see, where was I going with this a second ago? I did see where Bruce Feldman today called uh, Phil Longo the number three assistant coach in the country to watch moving forward on his list. To watch for what? Oh, I mean, head head jobs. Like Really? Best assistants in the country. I mean, huge list. Phil Longo, number three. Certainly been in a lot of places. It's true. Gained a lot of experience. Yeah. Worked for different types of people. Worked with a lot of good quarterbacks. Yeah. Worked for huge College Freeze, football assistant coaches to watch. Garrett Riley leads Bruce Feldman's top 30. Yeah. I buy that one. No issue. Clemson OC. Yeah. Who's number two? Matt House, LSU defensive coordinator. I buy that. And then Phil Longo, hmm. Wisconsin OC. The air raid has come to Madison. The 55-year-old Jersey guy helped develop Sam Howell and Drake May in Chapel Hill. I think they were probably pretty good before he got there. And had some prolific offenses there, just about everywhere he's coached. The Badgers were number 76 in scoring and number 63 in yards per play last year after ranking 81 in yards per play in 21. They need a spark and a shakeup, but don't think just because Longo comes from the air raid tree, the Badgers won't still have a potent run game. In 21, Longo's offense was second in the ACC in yards per carry and led the conference in 2020, also ranked in the top ten nationally in each of those years while finishing in the top two in the ACC in rushing yards per game. With SMU transfer Tanner Mordecai, he still is around Uh, stepping in and running back Braylon Allen in the best shape of his life, Wisconsin will be a handful in the Big Ten.
3: Best shape of his life. Ever? Never been in better
2: shape. No. Never. No. You all in on Fickle now? All in. Wisconsin (laughs) going to run through this bitch. Best shape of his life. Tanner Mordecai is still playing college football. Yeah, I know. They got recruited by like Arkansas Chad Morris for some shit when he was at SMU like it felt like that's been around forever. Been a long time. I did not know he was the starting quarterback it's at Wisconsin. Been eighty six years. Just crazy. Just looked at the list and went, wow, Phil Longo. A picture of him wearing his Wisconsin football hoodie. Oh, wearing a hoodie. Wearing a hoodie. Man, it
3: might be a little cooler up there. Yeah, I don't. I'm, yeah, it's in the seventies sometimes.
2: Uh, no Ole Miss coaches on the list at the top thirty. Um, Feldman leaving. hates Ole Miss. He does. Yes, he only spent a year here. Uh, Liam Cohen, Kentucky mm-hmm. OC, on the list at number eleven. Oh, that's interesting. Is it a little bit because he Kentucky went, Rams he went back. to the NFL and they're like, you need to get out of here. It's you don't choose to leave the NFL and come back. Do you? It was kind of encouraged. Yeah, it feels like that was a requirement in 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 some way. Big year for a guy. 'Cause they were actually really good last year defensively. Aaron Henry, the Illinois defensive coordinator. Yeah. Big year for him to show it again and yeah. kinda I think he's in line for one of those jobs if it if he does that again. The uh Tulane O. C. number seventeen on the list, Slade Nagel. Uh let's
3: see. I wonder if he's related to
2: I think that's Browning Nagel's son. Is it? I think so. LSU's quarterback coach, Joe Sloan is twenty two on the list.
3: Yeah, I've heard people say a lot of things about him.
2: Arkansas, DC, Travis Williams on the list, number twenty-five.
3: Hmm.
2: Ohio State has like four coaches on the list. Colin Klein at Kansas State, though. Travis played at Auburn, right?
3: Travis Williams.
2: That sounded right as I was as I was yes, former Auburn linebacker. I just saw it right there. Yeah, yeah. He was at USC before returning to the SEC. Think I covered him. He's forty years old.
3: So eighteen years ago.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go so he was on the O3 team. That sounds right, but no, it's it's been a minute. <laughs> okay. I do think that's right though. Well, Longo is evolved a little and he runs up a ton of total yards. It's just when it matters like it Yeah. I mean, well, his like, his, like, his total yardage is never a problem.
3: Like I love the Wisconsin minus 20 something against Buffalo this weekend. Like I think they'll run up tons of points. Remember, he used to when he played nobodies at at Ole Miss. I mean, they'd score seventy. It's just when they got into the red zone against
2: the good teams, it bogged down a little bit. It got a little more complicated. Well, it's like it was. Was it maybe in his first year at North Carolina? They had Clemson on the ropes, and they like got down toward the end zone. I was like, I am all in now. We're in the red zone to get a yeah. chance to beat the Tigers right here. Yeah. Like, let's let's turn the TV. Let's get the popcorn going. Let's see what we got. <laughs> all in. See if I'm going to get a DM letter about this. <clears throat> I hate that you're off his list now. It's a shame. I'm off his list. That's a shame. I mean, I might can get back on and I could tell him good luck for Saturday. Oh, and maybe. You should try that. Maybe I could pull him back in. That'd be awesome. Get on the list. Hey, Phil, I, I've i got a Wisconsin hoodie. I could put the hoodie on. Oh. Take a photo. You could. Hey, Phil, go get Buffalo on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Got a black hoodie with the badger on the front. That's a that's
3: a quick you client, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ole Miss is open date. Um, we've been invited to go up there
2: to Wisconsin. Yeah, you gonna do it?
3: Maybe. I, I'd like to. I'd like to see. They it. don't play Iowa. They play Iowa that day. Oh, they do in in Camp Randall. Oh,
2: I'm gonna check a lot of boxes. You can go jump around. I know. It'd be cool. It's actually a really neat place. Yeah, but that would be a fun. It place. looks like it'd be a fun place to go. Dan Wetzel with a decent column today, talking about how boosters basically ruined smu football 40 years ago are now trying to pay for the entire thing to bring them back um it's worth the read it's just simply oh. a college football history standpoint and whatnot because like i said if you haven't read it and you're just sort of interested in how what reading it would be fascinating with today's lens of understanding nil and whatnot because that's all smu was doing in the 80s um the book that is best on it is payroll to meet is the name of it and it is phenomenal. Um, it's really, really, really good of analyzing. So, if you need a book to get you ready for college baseball, football season, SMU's payroll system in the eighties uh, would be a uh, okay, a good one to do. But yeah, good, uh, good column from him today talking about a proposal that was initially supposed to be done yesterday to last night, but it got um, postponed after the fatal shooting at North Carolina's campus right. last night. A professor was killed. Um, in, on campus I think in the science building but nonetheless on campus at North Carolina last night so clearly and as they should they have postponed those meetings until a later date I have not seen a, a, an update to when that will happen um, this is the ACC schools convening to discuss the three schools SMU, Cal and Stanford and it appears that it's just a matter of yes or no that they already know the financial structures that will be in place it will be Cal and Stanford taking a much reduced cut um as low as thirty percent and then uh s m u getting zero dollars for i think seven seasons is the the number on that so you're talking about one heck of a bill that boosters in Highland park would need to fund to keep them at number in the a c c it's about a two hundred and fifty dollar two hundred and fifty million dollar gamble to be in the a c c yeah it's your only choice of course, though of if it's SMU. The, the,
3: you're, yeah. That's all you got. Yeah, if you're SMU, it's 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 your one Yeah, you want to play big football or don't you? It's your one opportunity. Your one entree to the big the big stage. You have to take it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work
2: out. I kinda wonder where Gerald Turner's sticking on this. Is he still there, Chancellor or did he leave? I don't know. I think he's still there. Is Gerald still there? I haven't talked to Gerald in several years.
3: <laughs> I haven't talked to him in 20 <laughs> <ever>. something <laughs> yeah. years.
2: You? Did you talk to him when he was? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe. I've been president of SMU since 95. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Right after he left Oxford.
3: Well, that's pretty rare for got to be president for almost 30 years.
2: Robert Gerald Turner, the president of Southern Methodist University in Texas, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, assumed office June 5th, 1995 wow started out as a professor at pepperdine served as the chancellor of the university of mississippi from 84 to 95 yeah he was bemo- when i talked to him i was doing a st- I did was doing that oral history on swayze field so i guess that was 2019 because it was the 30th anniversary of swayze and uh I called him up and he talked i don't know half an hour he was he was bemoaning and upset by the fact that he couldn't get SMU to pay for a baseball team, to start a baseball team. He was going, uh, he spent several minutes on the fact that uh, he would like for the, the Mustangs to play baseball, thought that obviously being in Dallas and whatnot, and even with some private school situation there, but that there was no real push for, uh, for that to be the case. Uh, yeah, the ACC's 14 current members are expected to receive about $36 million in media rights money. So, you're talking about 36 times seven, a number for SMU over the course of that. uh, More than 220 million. Yeah. Yeah. That would also free up 24 million to split amongst themselves for the other ACC schools to add to that because of the whole pro rata thing. And again, they're expected to bring Cal and Stanford in at a cut rate. They're guessing about 30%. Does it get approved? What's your guess? Yes or no? Uh, I will say yes. I think I'm with the yes too, right? It's It sounds like
3: yes. Someone had done the math on the I'm, – I'm, in case you wonder what, what I'm looking for. Someone had done the math on this Jaguar thing with Kane Womack from the 30-yard line, and they did the math for me, and I can't
2: find it now. So who was going to win? The Jaguar. He would still catch him? Yes. Without even a – like, it wouldn't even be close? Yeah, I mean, like I told Tyler, I'm like, You're so trying- how far do you have to put him put him back to be even?
3: You'd have to give the you'd have to give in this case Kane a, another ten yards. He'd have to start at the twenty. Twenty. It's, it's a jaguar. They run fifty miles an hour. I mean, Tyler's trying to get a friend killed. i I'm, I'm just trying to protect the guy. So the
2: the Jaguars at the other goal line. The ga- Jaguars at the other goal line, and in this, so he case- has to make up seventy yards in thirty yards. Yes, he runs fifty miles an hour. Yeah, but what's his what's his get off speed? Does it take him a minute to
3: get there? I'm going to take I'm, I'm going to guess that he's not like. Sluggish. I mean, is this
2: like a cheetah that like full speed immediately, or is this like Bowser and Mario Kart where it takes a second to kind of get going?
3: Let me Google it. Damn it.
2: I mean, you know, a semi truck you can get up pretty good, but I mean, he takes him a minute to. To get off the, the starting line.
3: does it take for a Jaguar to get to full speed? To reach full speed. And why a Jaguar? Why not because a Cheetah or a Alabama, Lion? Because South Alabama uh, is the jaguar. sorry. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. It goes from zero. Oh, wait. That's a car. Uh, <laughs> the Jaguar.
2: <laughs> 3.8 seconds. Wow. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, What we got? Uh, I'm looking. It doesn't really say. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get there. Okay. <clears throat> All right. For a cheetah to get to full speed, it takes three to four seconds. Its tail keeps its is what keeps it balanced. I'm I'm going to assume that a jaguar is similar, but I don't know that. I'm searching. Okay.
2: Okay. By the way, uh, they have more money for their best players, but SMU's current NIL situation uh, gives every player at least thirty six thousand in base deals, as their current setup.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. If you are a scholarship player at SMU, you're guaranteed at least thirty six grand.
3: The word Jaguar means he who kills with one leap.
2: Really? Yes. That's a great name. I mean, have you seen the fangs on these deals? I mean, are you? Well, we're not wondering if he can get him once he gets to him. It's can he get to him is the question. I know he's going to slice him in half if he gets to him. Yeah. I, wh- wh-
3: Tyler's like, well, you could win the national championship. Or live. That's that's insane. Just the whole thing. The answer is no. You'd lose.
2: Yeah, a cheetah goes up to 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Jaguar's yeah. 50. Cheetah's like a blur, man. Can you imagine something running 70 miles an hour? Think about that. Once you're in the sights, it's just over. Like, I mean, yeah. go get on
3: the treadmill and set that bitch at 20. Okay. What, do you even go to 20? Some of them will go will to 20. Will they really? Yeah. All right, we'll set it at 12.
2: Well, yeah, sure. I mean, and what? sprint and then go, okay, it's five <laughs> times faster than this. Plus a little <laughs> plus something it was like because the the marathon pace thing, you know, some people, most people can't even get the treadmill going and stay on it for a second at the speed that the world record marathon was run at. Yeah. For 26 miles. Yeah. It's actually a really good video to watch on YouTube. People just fall in and like can't. Yeah, of course. It's, in, it's insanity. Can't stay on it. Okay. All good. Take your word for it.
1: Fine.
3: If God gave you the ability to run 70 miles per hour, how
2: often would you use it? I mean, again, how long can I do it? I'm going to guess. I mean, 70 miles to get like toward the end of the street, okay, but. I'm going to guess that you can't do it very long. Well, of course not. I mean, it'd be like just
3: max sprinting. How, how far can you max sprint? Whatever your max is. Not far at all hundred yards. I don't know. I'm sure.
2: I mean, all the little part rate stuff says if you're really max sprinting, it's only like 20 seconds. Okay. 25 seconds. Yeah. Something like that. If you're really just it's all out. 200 all you yards, maybe. Yeah. 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 Something like that. I don't really know how we got there, but either way, I'm not sure. It's my, it's my fault. <laughs> uh, what's going on in Arizona? The Cardinals. What are they doing? I don't know. Did I miss something? Well, um, Kyler Murray still physically able to perform. He's going to miss at least the first four games of the season. Yeah. Colt McCoy has been in line to start. Um, so then Arizona traded for Josh Dobbs and jettison McCoy. Um, saying that frankly, they just might not even compete. They're talking about that. They're already deciding they're tanking for Caleb Williams. Do you do that at this point? If you can't
3: win, you're better off just being embarrassingly bad. Get the pick. Don't they have like two picks this time too? I don't know. Do they?
2: They owe Murray at least thirty five million dollars. Yeah, he's not he's not winning a Super Bowl. Well, no, he's in that purgatory. Yeah. He's in the big purgatory group.
3: I'd get him healthy and then trade him. If anybody would take him. I'd rather have Caleb Williams. I mean some people say Drake Mays is walks in a better quarterback. I'm interested to see that game
2: Saturday. You're really fascinated by that one. It's the top yeah. of your list. Yeah, that's that's the one I want to It's number two behind LSU and Florida State.
3: Yeah, and on Saturday I think it's number one in front of day. in front of South Alabama Tulane. No, I'm really curious to see no, South Alabama Tulane. I know because there's a lot of this Tulane hype, and I'm just not sure I buy it. So I want to see it because we're going to talk about them all next week. It's the game. I'm
2: No, it's the game to turn on and have, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's
3: on TV, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been you. My plan is to get home and write so that I can turn those on. Because It's one o'clock now. You're fine.
2: Yeah, that's not even. A... I
3: can talk to you while I'm driving.
2: Yeah, I mean, and say, then
3: get the shows.
2: You get... say the post game shows over before that. I think so. Yeah.
3: I mean I will have a column written or whatever, but I'll, I can write whatever. I'll get up here and turn the, the couple of games on.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh podcast brought to you by Johnston Creamery, johnstoncreamery.com. Still time for the tailgate packages again uh, in the grove this weekend. Let them help you. You know by now you pick it up on Friday and Saturday or Saturday. They are at Chicory Market. You can order on the website. You can also give them a call to do that at 662 419 9201. Everything from feeding 10, 20, or even 40. they got great dips, pepper jellies. They have large specialty trays. The artisanal cheeses they make in house every day. The grazing, the charcuterie trays, my favorite. The sandwich trays, fruit trays. they got the cheesecake dip. It's a huge favorite, as well as the crudité brownies, cookies. Lots of desserts for uh, kids as well. So to feed 10, 20, or 40, let John Snow Creamery take care of you. Again, pick up on Friday or Saturday this week. That's johnstoncreamery.com 662-419-9201.
3: Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced cor- corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at MyPerfectFranchise.net or contact Andy at Andy at net, or call 404-973-9901. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse, competing at nationally recognized competitions, And much more. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm.
2: Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N E S P A R C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662 238 3159. Phone service available, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender for those who need the extra help and more. So, again, you get the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc Counties. So that's 662-238-3159. Uh, let's see. We got um, Thursday, Florida and Utah. Cam Rising last night saying that uh, he feels... Better or really good. I'm looking for the exact quote, but they still have not announced they starting quarterback, so we're still kind of stuck in limbo. I was putting some picks in Nils' picks this morning, and I don't know what to do because we don't have a decision there in that game. Yeah, and that will impact. It's completely yeah. dictating. If game. Rising
3: plays, I think I'm picking Utah. If Rising doesn't play, I think I'm picking Florida.
2: We may not know. So what are you going to do if you don't
3: know? I don't know. Probably just pick Florida. SEC
2: speed and whatnot. All that stuff. They won last year. Well, they had a top. They had a first round pick quarterback. Yeah, that's true. And he and he played like one. He was great. We all thought he might win the Heisman after the first game. I mean, he was fantastic. Cam Rising said he feels quote pretty damn good right now. Oh, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. That's right, a game changer. He, he he refused to get into whether he's been cleared to play. Well, it's because they told him not to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Unlike Lane, Utah plays Florida, so yeah. why are we? Yeah. 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 I'm under no obligation. When yeah, when I think the Bears were sitting down at noon, going, "Who's the quarterback going
3: to be?" No. Gotta, 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 when gotta, when got, Whittingham says, "You know, we have our hands full," he's right. They probably do.
2: They're not playing Mercer. You're really talking bad about Mercer more than you do oh, most FCS I mean, teams. Come on, we're not right. doing this drama stuff. It's going to be
3: an absolute bloodbath. Third quarter, it's going to be empty. Everybody's going back in the Grove, heading to the square. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Another reason, I'll just go ahead and leave after the game and come home and write, because there won't be any traffic.
2: See, so where were Harbaugh yesterday, said that the blaze just got to get out of the way, and you got to get revenue sharing in place for the players. I saw that. I get it. I just don't know how you... I don't what, know. And they pointed this out in one of the stories I've read. I've read a couple. Um, it might have been Adam Rittenberg for ESPN that said this. Is... Obviously, coaches are in weird spots with this because clearly they understand it's their sport. I mean, they're very much a person of knowledge in this situation at the highest order. They also recruit players. So anything you say that it's pro player helps you in all those different ways, your own team. Hey, i dude, I'm, I'm fighting for you. Yeah. I'm trying to get whatever. Yep. It creates a weird thing because they can sit here with – knowledge and respect and be seen is absolutely a point of true reference on the topic mm-hmm. while also absolutely doing it for certain motivations and with having no responsibility on what it actually looks like or how to do it they have to put nothing they never go well okay John how do you how would you like to do that bud jim right no it, it like it, so it makes it a little like okay how would you like to do that would you like to lose six million of your salary to pay for it what are you gonna do Jim
3: like, that's why I get a little frustrated with the coaches, lots of them, when they say, you know, this system's broken or whatever. Okay, well, how would you fix it? Well, that's above my pay grade. All right. Well, I'm curious. If your defensive coordinator walks into the room and says, You know, I, I can't I can't we can't figure this out, do you go, Oh, okay, well, you know, it's okay. No, you say you, you better figure it out. How's that work? You know, I mean, so when you say okay, well we're gonna, we, I, th- I think we ought to already revenue sharing, and someone says, well exactly, how would that work? Well, I don't really know how it would work. Yeah. So you're just placating now. Yeah, you're know, you just you're just talking.
2: Calls the status quo unacceptable, but in a different way, going no, 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 you got to pr- give the players more, got to protect the players, and that's fine. But then how does that work? And there has to be a give and take. Then okay, they got to sign binding contracts. Right. Y'all good with that? No? Well, then, I mean, again, at some point, they can't just get everything.
3: And then if you do the binding contract and then a kid bust, how do you get rid of the kid?
2: Well, that's your problem. That is, in the player's defense, that is your problem. Sure.
3: Agreed. I mean, you know, like a baseball team signs a player to a three-year contract and then they cut him in year one. They have to pay him for the next two years. You can cut him. If he's not good enough to play, he's not good enough to play, but you still have to pay the contract out.
2: He said he's heard people comment that the three-game suspension is a slap on the wrist. It's more like, quote, a baseball bat to the kneecaps, Harbaugh said. Oh, stop. Stop. (laughs) It's Eastern Michigan, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Well, and you
3: you literally – I mean, I'm sure it hurts not to be able to go coach.
2: Because you're not playing Ohio State in week two.
3: And you get to practice with your team all week. Yeah, you get, to, you get to go to the meeting, everything. The only thing you can't do is go Frankly, to the game. Frankly, you get
2: to go to your son's game. In a way, you're getting a benefit right. on Saturday. Right. Because they're like, hey, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. I might go to my son's football game. Well, yeah, go to your son's football game. Of What course. else are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to be 3-0 when you get the reins back. Again, they weren't even really taken away from right. him. Some of your coaches get some enhancement.
3: They get to experience being a head coach on game day.
2: Frankly, you can turn it into a positive. Sorry, East Carolina. Not East Michigan, East whatever. Carolina. Same difference. The pirates. Not the Eagles. Yeah. Wherever the Eagle stuff is around us. Just the hard hat. Where's the other stuff?
3: Uh that's their piece of turf. Is it from
2: the stadium? Mm, I kinda doubt it. From the gift shop? That's more like the bookstore, whatever whatever you want to call it. Is that where it's from? Yeah. But yeah, Harbaugh delivered a lengthy opening statement as soon as he walked in, like off a piece of paper yesterday about the NCAA stuff. Said it was just on his mind. Hmm. Well, good for him. I mean, whatever. He's hard to like. He's really hard he's to like. Because he's just so goofy and weird. And
3: I catch myself cheering against them quite frequently with no reason to cheer he for might or be- against Michigan.
2: Of any sort of high-profile team, he might be the coach that's the hardest to like. Yeah. Just because it's all this indignant like stuff on top of being goofy and weird. And, yeah,
3: because I kind of catch myself liking Lincoln Riley for the most part. I like Ryan Day.
2: Yeah, I find myself finding humor in Riley for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, he's, uh, he makes me when laugh. When he can't cook the brisket and stuff, I kind of yeah, laugh like, and it's all whatever. Well, whatever, yeah. Whatever, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's Harbaugh and Jumbo. And I know you know him, so it's different. Yeah. But from the whatever, it's like, it just. Well, like Jimbo
3: did the music thing and people are like, he doesn't really like George Stradleman. Like, no, he probably does. He's no, just I a, think that's probably real. He's just a West Virginia country boy. Yeah, I think that's real. I'll buy that. You know, I mean, he's stubborn.
2: Most head coaches are. And most coaches who have been doing it this long have to find that that change. They got to alter a little bit. They got to figure it out.
3: The interesting one Larry Joe points it out is Dabo Sweeney. And on, on TV and stuff, I don't like him. And then I talk to people who know him, and they all, to a man, rave about him. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just misjudging the guy based off his TV persona. Dabo. Yes. I mean, I know of a specific situation where he cut his vacation short to come back and, and help interview someone for a job and spent the day with him and took him around. And and that guy ended up not taking the job because of retirement and stuff. But he he does seem
2: to be a legitimately good dude. He raved about
3: him and he was like, this guy was this way with me and there was no camera anywhere near.
2: Yeah. All day long. I think I buy that Dabo is pretty legitimate. I think, I think I do. A lot of people that I trust say that he's, I don't necessarily the, pull for Clemson, guy. but, yeah, I'm okay.
3: Yeah. No, I end up cheering against Clemson more often than not. I kind of do, and then I. But, when but people, I wonder
2: if some ways that's just I kind of want to lose because it's more interesting. Maybe so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, if Wake knocks off Clemson, that's more fun. Sure. Go Deeks, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I want Kane to win on Saturday for sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. He's got a chance.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i biased. I'm cheering oh. for him. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a huge game for him. It's it's a big
3: opportunity. Just huge. This is a big season for him. What
2: are the preseason Sunbelt rankings? Like, Where are where is everyone? Where's Summerall? Where's Kane? I think Kane's picked second and Troy's picked third. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Preseason poll, July 24th. Looking quickly. East Division, James Madison won. Okay, they're neither in that. Uh, Troy picked to win the West. South Alabama picked to finish second in the West. Okay. Troy got 10 first-place votes. South Alabama got four first-place votes. 92 points overall to 85 points overall. Um, Louisiana Lafayette third in the division at 64 points. So two man race there. We'll pick to finish fourth in the West uh, at 62 points. They It's a pretty even league, um, one side to the other, because the West is Troy, South Owl. I would never have been able to tell you this. Troy, South Owl, Louisiana, Lafayette, Southern Miss, Texas State, Arkansas State, ULM, last in the West. Yeah. In the East, James Madison, Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, Marshall, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, Old Dominion.
3: It's a really good league. Not bad. No, it's a good That's league. That's pretty good. Again, it's my Louisiana Tech take. That's where they belong. They, they would have thrived in that league. Such a mistake. So, so, so stupid.
2: So stupid. I mean, it's not SEC pullout level, but it's <sighs> Just the next stupid. step. Stupid.
3: Yeah. So many of those games, the people there would – Beeps. Rivalries, you care. would be excited stuff. about that. They'd be excited about the Louisiana Lafayette game.
2: Yeah, that is true. Clemson does not get injuries from running down that hill. Nobody falls ever. I know. It looks like it's a steep Which, hill. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like stumbling down, but they're they're okay. So.
3: If somebody ever fell, it'd be like a.
2: You know, Chip Kelly. I actually, Larry Joe goes. I also don't like Chip Kelly. He's one of the guys that I give some credit for reinventing a little bit, because you know, for years I kind of went, "Hey, that's the guy that shows he just can't quite get there. He can't, you know, that offense doesn't work anymore." And he's 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 evolved a little bit. Um, I mean, they're not amazing, but no, no, he's he's, he's done a good job. He's a good coach. He he's done some things like you know, Rich Rod was unable to do. Yeah, find that next that next thing. Yeah, so. no, he's yeah, he's very adaptive. Mm-hmm. He is. Yes. Yeah, he's done a good job. All right, uh, back tomorrow here with you again uh, a couple days away from some SEC games. Again, Missouri and Florida playing on Thursday night at rebelgrove.com in the meantime, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement.